0: If rehearsal's that good, if rehearsal's that good, what's it going to be like Easter? Amen. Grab your Bibles and turn with me while the choir's finding their place. As soon as they find their place, uh, uh, we'll, we'll let you sit down in a minute. But First Chronicles chapter number 16, First Chronicles 16, we have been preaching. Uh, let me get that chair right there. Not right now, just, I mean, just move over. Just move over Just one, okay. 1 uh, uh, Chronicles 16. Uh, for several weeks now, we've been preaching and teaching and learning about worship. Uh, how many of y'all know that, that, that as you, if you have any church experience whatsoever, usually your experience in church kind of molds the way you worship? Would you agree with that right there? I have people, I ask the question all the time. Uh, When they come, first-time attenders, uh, what is your first impression? What is your first impression? It's the first question I ask everybody. What's your first impression? Some people say, man, it's different. (laughs) And sometimes that's good, and sometimes it's bad, amen? Uh, Because maybe their experience was a smaller church. Uh, Maybe their experience was a quieter church. Uh, maybe they didn't raise their hand or say amen. Maybe everybody come in, sat down, looked forward till it's over with, and that's normal to them. Are y'all with me? Say amen. amen. And then some, they, they, it's just the exact opposite. Maybe they shout a lot, say amen a lot, run around the building, do whatever, throw songbooks, wave hankies, just whatever. Uh, whatever your experience is. But sometimes, sometimes our experience will mold traditions in our life that are not necessarily biblical. Yeah, right. Are y'all with me? Say Amen. Uh, We don't get to choose, we don't get to choose which way we worship our God. Our God tells us how he wants to be worshipped. Are you with me? Say amen. Amen. So we can never come to him, we can never come to him and say, well, that's just how I do it. No. How in the world is a creature going to tell the creator, this is how I'm going to do it? Are y'all with me? That, that's, that's crazy. I mean, that doesn't, even, that doesn't even make good sense to go to our God. We need to go to our God and say, how do you want it done? Right. Are y'all with me? Yeah. And so that's what we've been doing. We've been studying that. And here, look in, look in First Chronicles 16, and we'll look at the several, several things that we have learned so far. Uh, matter of fact, you go ahead and be seated. Y'all been staying a long time. I know y'all, y'all, y'all shoes are barking right now. All right? All right. Yeah, I hear that. Woo. Amen. All right. Yeah, and I got to stand the rest of the time. Thank you very much. All right. Look in verse number seven, 1 Chronicles 16, verse seven. When you find your place, say amen. amen. Then on that day, David delivered first this psalm to thank the Lord into the hand of Asaph and his brethren, give thanks unto the Lord, call upon his name. So the first thing we learn when we come to worship, When you get out of bed, you get your shower, get your clothes on, get to the house of God. When we come here, we come to give him. Okay, come on, get with me, people. The more you get with me, the quicker I'll get this thing done. All right. We come to give him Praise. praise or thanks. Thanks. Now, uh, we come with a thankful heart. Come before his presence with thanksgiving. We have a grateful heart. We are thankful for what God's done for us. Then look at the next verse. Verse 9. Say it with me. Sing unto him. Say it with me. Sing unto him. Say it with me. Sing unto him. Who has has a responsibility to sing? The people with the talent to do it? No. Everybody. 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 Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. And you know, when you put all ye lands there, that covers everybody, even the unbeliever. Even the unbeliever, you say, he shouldn't sing because of redemption yet, but he can sing because of creation. God made him. God created him. God gave him breath to breathe. It doesn't matter who you are. We are to come and we are to sing. And by the way, y'all sounded great today. We're getting it, amen. We're getting it. Slowly but surely, we're getting it. Sing unto him, sing unto him. Singing is an expression of something that's on the inside and you want people on the outside to know what God has done for you. Declare his glory to the heathen, it says. And verse verse number 10, all right? Verse eight says, give thanks. Verse nine says, sing unto him. Verse 10 says this, say it with me. Glory ye in his holy name. Say it again. We are to bring God glory. We are to make him look good. Now, now, now skip over. I'm, we're going to come back, but, but, but let's skip over to verse number 24. Verse number 24. All right? When you get there, say amen. amen. Declare his glory among the heathen. Among the heathen. All right? <laughs> what that means is you may have a heathen sitting beside you. Now I don't need no wives doing no elbows. Now, all right. Look at your neighbor and say you heathen. No, I'm kidding. Don't do that. Don't do that. Now let's let's clarify that heathen heathen here is not the same as the way we use heathen. Okay, because we'll usually say to somebody, "Why you big heathen?" You know that's not that's not what this is saying. Heathen in this is either a person of a foreign nation or someone that is not a Jew, someone who was not of the Jewish faith, okay? So it wasn't necessarily, it wasn't necessarily a cut down or a derogatory uh, uh, derogatory name used, it was just somebody who was not a believer in Jehovah. Now, what do we take from that? There are going to be, there are going to be heathens among us this coming Easter, and what we are doing, and wh- who is that? That's a person that's not a believer, Maybe that's a person who doesn't know Jesus. Maybe it's a person who never had any church background, never been to church, doesn't know the forgiveness of sin, doesn't know the glory of God, doesn't understand, has never been exposed to the Bible (laughs) preaching and the gospel that can gloriously save. Somebody say amen. And they're going to come in and they're going to sit in here amongst us. And you're going to give glory to God. And you're going to sing to our God who has delivered us and he has saved us and he has changed us. And they're going to see you sing and they're going to say, I'm going to need some of that. I need that in my life. I need that joy in my life. I need that excitement in my life. I need that happiness in my life. Declaring his glory among the heathen." Somebody say Amen. We're here to give him glory. We're here to make him look good. Not us. It's not about us. Never has been about us. It's all about him. Are y'all with me? Say amen. Amen. Then the next verse, the next verse says, seek, seek verse 11. Say it with me. Seek the Lord. Seek the Lord. Now, if we can paraphrase this and, and just make it a short, it means pay attention. Remember last week? Remember last week? It, It basically, it just simply means this. It simply means this, pay attention. Don't let your mind wander. Now, some of us has already done that. We've already thought about and, and, and somebody sent me a, a note, because I keep saying something about Shoney's, you know, going to eat at Shoney's. Uh, if, if you too young know what Shoney's is, you, you, you're, you're, just, you're just not blessed. If you ever get that Slim Jim sandwich at Shoney's and dip it in a bowl of honey mustard about this big, bless your heart, you'll you'll bark at the moon. Say amen. (laughs) They're all out of business, so i got to pick. Cracker Barrel, amen. Some of you already thought about going to Cracker Barrel with this thing. You've let your mind wander. That's not. It says pay attention. Stay focused. Stay focused. Hear from God. Why in God's name would you get up this early in the morning to come to a place where there's a bunch of people all around you and not have a purpose of hearing from God? Now, if I'm going to get here amongst all this crowd, I'm going to get something out of it say, Amen. I want to hear from God. Not just I want to, I need to. This world is crazy and it's getting crazier by the day. I'm telling you, I need to hear from God. I need some encouragement. I need some help. I need God to give me. Are y'all with me? So I'm coming to seek him. I mean, my primary motive is to give him glory and give him praise and give him honor and give him my best that I could do and sing as loud as I can sing and do all of that. But I'm coming to seek him. David say this one thing about desired night will I seek after that I may dwell in the house, Lord, all the days of my life. Watch this now that I may my I may behold the beauty of the Lord and inquire. That means to learn. That means to learn. I want to see his beauty. When this choir sings and when these singers sing and when all y'all sing and we're singing about worthy is the land. Man, I can see his beauty. I can see his glory and I can see how precious he is and how wonderful he is when he took all my sin and shame. Oh my goodness, I see how great and wonderful that is. Man, I behold the beauty of the Lord. But then when I hear his word, when I hear his word and I learn, the more I learn about him, the more I learn about me. Are y'all with me? So I seek the Lord. Well, this last one is a short one. It's a short one. It says, What's that R word? Everybody say it. What's that R word? Say it again. Watch this now. Watch this. We got a little something to show you right after this, right after this part, Brother Dustin. Look here. Look what it says. Let's all read. Let's all. We're going to read verse 12, verse 12 to 15, because 15 is kind of, it kind of wraps that up. Y'all with me? Read it with me out loud. Read it with me. Remember his marvelous works that he hath done. His wonders and the judgments of his mouth. All right, skip to verse 15. Skip to verse 15. Be ye mindful always of his covenant, the word which he commanded to a thousand. Be mindful. Remember. Be mindful. Remember, his covenant is his promise. How many of y'all are glad for the promises of God? Amen. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you for the privilege of being in your house. Thank you for an awesome rehearsal getting ready for Easter. God, help us to remember. Help us to remember. Help us to remember how great and how good you are. Not just how good you are, but how good you've been to us. Lord, we'll thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Of your hands, and we will stop and give you praise, for great is thy faithfulness. Everybody say yes. Through this one here. (laughs) And I still remember the day you saved me, the day I heard you call out my name. You said you loved me and would never leave me. And
0: Sit down, sit down, sit down. Now, some of y'all can't remember all that. Uh, uh, Brother Jim, you see all them pictures? See, me and you was the only one working around this place. You notice that? (laughs) Some of y'all can't remember all that because you hadn't been here that long. Uh, uh, but, But there's a lot of stuff you do remember. How'd it feel when you were reminded? How did it feel? Now, here's—I want to give you two points as as an intro, and then we'll just talk about uh, the substance of the of the verse. Okay. Uh, first, I want you to see this. I want you to see this. What is the the, the practice of remembering? If you're taking notes, I know some of y'all are like you—you you really like to take notes and write stuff down. So if you got you got to do that, write this down. First, the practice of remembering. The practice of remembering. Uh, Webster's Dictionary. Webster's Dictionary. It, it gives a definition of remember. Watch what it says. It means to use effort. To use effort to recall an idea or a, a, a truth. We are said to recollect it. We are recollecting. We're making, say it with me, make an effort. Make an effort. Come on, everybody. Make an effort. Make an effort to come back to mind. You're, you're pulling something back. Uh, uh, how, many of y'all, how many of y'all remembered some of that stuff? How many of y'all remember? I, there was there was different times through that I was in some of them and and uh, just the one of everybody in the, in the mud. <clears throat> yeah. I, I remember that. I, I thought, wow, I, there was two little kids. We we had a work day and there was two little kids and it was messy. They was working on the building doing the clearing and 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 there was this souped up mud puddle out there, and 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 those two kids looked like they was having the time of their life. Well, then some some crazy church member dared the preacher to hit it. <clears throat> and and so here I go wide open. Now back then, you dare me now, and I say, <clears throat> back then, I have I have matured. Say amen. <laughs> Man, I run wide open. I did a peat rose right in the middle of that mud puddle. Wham! And all I could see, there was mud in my eyes, in my nose, my ears. And I just went to push up and I turned around and there was a whole line of them coming behind me. <laughs> Donnie Lawrence is one of them. I don't know if he's in the building this service, but he is was, was one of them in that pile. And, and man, what a time we had. What a time we had. We used effort this morning to bring that back to mind. Yeah. And just like some of the others, uh, listen, to, to remember, to bring back, to make an effort to bring back to mind. How many of y'all remember when you got your driver's license? Yeah. Think about that. How many of you how, how remember when you got married? Y'all with me? Or, 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 or how many when you, when you got that first kid? Yeah, yeah I, I, I remember all that. I remember, I remember when Tammy said, okay, it's time to go. Whoa, 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 here we go. You know, and I'm, and she, hmm. Uh, yeah. uh-huh. See, you're already doing it. You're making an effort to bring a thought to mind, to bring something back. Now, what does he say here? What does he say? When you come to worship, We come to sing. We come to glorify God. We come to seek Him. We come to give Him glory. Are y'all with me? We're we're coming to give thanks and do all that. But when we come, we're supposed to come and... Come on. We're supposed to come and... Remember. Remember. Remember His works. Remember His wonder. Remember what He's done. Can you imagine... Can you imagine how your worship experience would change if you made a conscious effort every single Sunday, every single worship time, every single time we gather together, just before you came in, you just remember 10 things God's done for you. Now see, I I had the benefit of studying this before I got here, and so I practiced that before I came in today. Now I'm telling you what, it jacked me up. I had some crazy stuff happen this week. My mama wrecked her car. Wrecked totaled her, her van. We're in uh, at the side of the road, videoing the wrecker pulling my mom's van out of the ditch, out of that ravine. I mean, it was nose down, terrible. I mean, it's a God's wonder. It's a God's wonder. And while we're standing videoing the van being pulled out, a woman calls and says, "Your daughter's been in a wreck." Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it, oh. like my blood pressure needs some of that. Amen. All kind of crazy stuff. But you know what? As I sat in my office and I started thinking about they're both alive. Amen. Neither one of them's hurt. They're going, they're going to be all right. And listen, I begin to think about all the other things God's done me. I got something to eat today. Had biscuits and gravy this morning and somebody else paid for it and took care of that. Somebody say Amen. amen. What do I got to be worried about? Man, why should I be upset? Bless God, I got food in my belly, clothes on my back, and I get to sing with a bunch of God's people. I'm telling you, it will change your worship experience. It will, it will, it will change from just going to church. You won't have to say, I got to go to church now. You get to say, man, I get to go to church. I get to be in his presence. Remember, yeah. make an effort. Right, right. Make an effort. Stop. Say it with me. Stop. Come on, everybody. Say it with feeling. Stop. Stop coming to church and daring somebody to bless you. Yeah. Yeah. Don't come in here and sit down and say, all right, Jalen, do what you can. Yeah. That's right. You got to make an effort. Yeah. Amen. You have to make an effort. How many of y'all know if you don't do something on purpose, you won't do it? How many of y'all have? A, how many of y'all are a habitual? I'm on. I'm. I'm. I'm going to. I've been meaning to. When I get around, y'all ain't never going to get all the way around. Have y'all figured that out by now? You just got to do it. Men, it's with us going to the doctor. Getting checkups and all that, they can harp and harp and harp and harp and harp, but if you don't decide to do it, you ain't going to do it. So when you, when you get up in the morning, I'm going to make, I'm going to make an effort to bring back to mind, to bring back to mind. He says, remember, say that word with me. Say it again. Remember. Remember. Then, then number two, if you're taking notes, write this down. Well, not only the practice of remembering, but the purpose for remembering. The why would he have to tell us that? Why, why, would, why would he have to tell us that? That should be a no-brainer, right? Yeah. I mean, as good as God's been to us. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm telling you, I, I'm thinking about it. Just listen to all the, songs, all the songs. And not just that, but listen to y'all sing all them songs. I was just, whoo, this was great. How could, how could you forget that? Yeah, right. How could you forget that? Watch this. This is in Deuteronomy chapter number eight. <clears throat> Deuteronomy, the word, the word that means a second reading or the second law. It was the second time that Moses gave the law to the children of Israel before they went into the promised land. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? Say amen. Okay? Now, watch what it says. Watch what it says. Deuteronomy uh, chapter 8, verse 11. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 11. What's that first word? Say it again. Say it again. Now, that's God speaking to his people. Beware. Beware. Take warning. What What are we supposed to beware of? Beware that thou... Forget not. Say, it again, forget forget not. Not. say it again. Forget not. Say it again. Forget not. Beware, don't forget. What's up with that? Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God in not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes which I command thee this day. Watch this now. Watch what God was concerned about. Watch what God was concerned about with his people. Lest when thou hast eaten and art full, and hast built goodly houses, and dwelt therein. And when thy herds and thy flocks multiply, and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied, and all that thou hast is multiplied, then thine heart be lifted up, and thou forget the Lord thy God. Wow. Then it says in verse 18, but thou shalt remember the Lord. No, 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 I'm gonna just read it. I'm gonna just read it watch this, then thine heart be lifted up and thou forget the Lord thy God which hath brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage who led thee through the great and terrible wilderness wherein were fiery serpents and scorpions and drought where there was no water who brought thee forth water out of the rock of flint who fed thee in the wilderness with manna, with thy fathers, which thy fathers knew not, that he might humble thee, that he might prove thee to do thee good at the latter end. And thou say in thine heart, my power and the might of mine hand hath gotten me this wealth, but thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. For it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, and, may it, and that he may establish his covenant which he sware unto thy fathers And it is this day. Wow. You know what God was concerned about, and rightfully so? That when they go into the promised land and they get blessed, they forget where it comes from. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to say something, and I hope you don't get offended. But it's the truth. I cannot tell you how many times I've seen people come into this church Because their life is a crisis and a mess. And they need God. And they find God. And they are happy that God blesses and helps them in their midst of their crisis. But then time rolls on. And things go good. And they begin to think they got it by the tail now. Uh I don't need God. Now, we don't say that. And we don't consciously think that. But that's how we act. Because things are going good now. And so we don't pray like we did. We don't seek him like we did. We're not as faithful as we were. It's amazing how faithful we are when we got a problem. And then you can't find them. You know what God knew? He said, when I bless you, you're going to forget where it come from. You're going to start thinking all this stuff that I have given you, you got it by your own self. And you're going to think you did it. And you're going to think it's by your wisdom. You're going to think it's by your effort. You're going to think it's by, well, I tell you what, this is a job. i got the job. I've got the talent. And I've got the skills. And I've got, well, what if God takes your health? Yeah. Right. God gives you the air to breathe. Yeah. God gives you, uh, hello. On, now, <laughs> let's, just be, let's just be truthful. I know some of y'all are so secure in, in, in your business and in, in, your, in your employment and all that. That could end tomorrow. In an instant, gone. Right. Yeah. But you know what? You know why God says, remember? Because we forget. Every great communicator and every great conference that teaches you about communicating says you have to remind people every 21 days. Every 21 days. You know, we, I, I have on, the, I have on my, my announcement thing. Remind people about children. Remind people about children. You know, keep, if you're going to keep your kid in here, keep him under control. Or at least sit in the back where you're not bothering everybody. And I don't, I don't mean that in a way as far as bothering. If there's somebody beside you that doesn't know Christ, we don't need to distract them. They need to be able to hear the gospel. Amen. But why do we have to say that a lot? We forget. We forget. Now, we, we can say what we want, but we can We forget. It's amazing to me that we can put it in the bulletin, not this particular name, but anything, any announcement. We can put it in the bulletin. We can send out flyers. We can say it from the pulpit. We can send out emails, and we can put it on Facebook, uh, six or seven ways of communication. And right before the event, somebody said, well, I didn't know. Uh-huh. And get mad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't know. Well, well everybody else didn't. Why? We're forgetful. Right. We're forgetful. There's only one reason that we would ever get pooch mouth when we come to church and pouty and an attitude. That's because we forget where we were when he found us. We forget. Listen, number three. I want you to see, I want you to see this. This is great. I'm telling you, this, is, this will bless your heart. I know you're mad now, but you, you'll get over it. You'll like this. <clears throat> hey, we can say what we want. We are forgetful people. It's human nature. Sometimes we forget the blessings of our spouse. We forget the, uh, the blessings of having children. When I got to that wreck, I wanted to choke Kenzie to death. Then I remembered she's standing there. That trooper was talking greasy to her, which is good. He said, there's many daddies I had to come to and say, your daughter ain't coming home. Man, when he said that, i yeah. Sometimes we think stuff because we forget. Look, <clears throat> I want you to see the providence to remember. We said the practice of remembering, the purpose for remembering. Now I want you to see the providence to remember. What are we supposed to remember? He says this, he says this, remember his marvelous works that he hath done, his wonders and the judgments of his mouth. Now let's be specific with this. This is just a couple here and we'll pray. I found verses in the Bible where he, he specifically said, I want you to remember this. All right. Now watch this. The first thing I see is their past position. Their past position. What does that mean? Deuteronomy 5.15. Deuteronomy 5.15. It says, and remember that thou wast a servant. Now that word is 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 a translated word slave. They didn't get paid for what they did. They were slaves. They had whips on their back. They were in, listen, they were in bondage. He said, remember that thou wast a slave in the land of Egypt. And that the Lord thy God brought thee out thence through a mighty hand and a stretched out arm. Deuteronomy eight fourteen. 14. Th- then thine heart be lifted up and thou forget the Lord thy God which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt and from the house of bondage. What is God saying? Don't forget where you were when I found you. Don't. Forget where you were when I found you. Don't forget that you were in bondage. Don't forget that you were a slave. Don't forget that you couldn't help yourself. You couldn't save yourself. You couldn't change your situation. You couldn't get out of the mess that you were in. You were a slave in a foreign land in bondage to a dictator. You didn't come looking for me I came looking for you. You said that's the nation of Israel. Well, let's, let's apply it. Let's apply it. Let's apply it. Ephesians 2, 1 and 3. This is us. And you say it with me. And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and in sins wherein time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all, say it with me, we all, all of us, we all had our conversation, our behavior in times past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desire of the flesh and of the mind and were by nature the children of wrath even as others. Amen. Amen. Ephesians 2:11. Wherefore remember that ye being in time past Gentiles in the flesh who are called uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision. That's talking about the Jews in the flesh made by hands. That at that time ye were without Christ being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenant of promise having no hope and without God in the world having no hope, say with me, having no hope and without God in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, I hear, I'm here this morning to announce to you that there was a time in your life. I don't care if you grew up in church. I don't care if your daddy was a preacher and your mama was a shouting choir member. I don't care if you were baptized 52 times. We all had our conversation in the lust of our flesh. We were all dead. And listen, our sins, we were we're all without hope and without God. Somebody say amen. amen. You may look good and proper today. You may be dressed right. You may talk right. You may smell good. But I'm telling you, there was a day in your life that you was like the psalmist in a miry pit in a horrible place in your life and you couldn't change it. You couldn't fix it. You couldn't get out on your own and when you couldn't get to where he was he came to you. We were the psalmist in the pit. We were Mephibosheth loaded Bar. Hey, we were Ruth in the barley field. We had a kinsman redeemer who came to where we was. Somebody say amen. Yeah, i tell you what our problem is. i tell you when we get poof slipped, and we get sour-faced and we have an attitude when we come to the house of God because we forgot that we was in a pit. We forgot that we were sinners undone without God or His Son. We forgot where we was when He found us that's right we were broke we were hopeless we were helpless we were without God oh when you come before you walk in the door I want you to take a stroll down memory lane and remember the pit that you was in remember the addiction that you had remember the issues that you had the crisis that brought you to God the past position he said don't forget them whips in Egypt don't forget them taskmasters don't forget them bricks you were made to build and make. Don't forget those boulders you were made to drag. Don't forget the slavery you was in. Yeah, right. Man, I tell you what. Everybody in here deserved to be in hell. Yeah, that's right. Yes, sir. Like about that. Yeah? Yeah. We all deserve hell. That's right. I was listening to a theologian yesterday in a uh in a I don't know what you'd call it. He was on a panel. He's all up on a big stage. There's probably 5,000 people in this auditorium. And they were taking they were taking questions from the audience. And one of the theologians was he's older and and sometimes age makes you grumpy a little bit. <clears throat> sometimes, I didn't say everybody, I just said sometimes. And and not not necessarily grumpy, but just Blunt. Y'all with me? Straight. Well, here's the question. Here's the question. If God is so graceful and so merciful, why was the punishment so severe when Adam sinned in the garden? And so lasting. You know, everybody's a sinner now. (laughs) This was this elder statesman theologian he has his mic and there's like 10 of them up here and you know pastors we got to kind of be political we do when we got to deal with you people we have to be politicians and plumbers and doctors and law we got to be everything wrapped up in one because y'all are so sensitive people get their feelings hurt in church. don't look at me that way people get their feelings hurt in church faster than any place in america and so we got to dance around and that, you know, well, here's all these, these 10 guys up here trying to figure out how to delicately give the explanation. Well, this older theologian grabbed the mic and said, what's wrong with you people? God, that's what he said. I was like, he said, what's wrong with you people? Do you not understand that God commanded them in the day that ye eat of this fruit ye shall surely die? And a creature made out of dirt defied a holy God. Think about that. Defied a holy God. And God let him live. Yeah. Yeah. Simply out of mercy simply out of grace when he could have destroyed him, had every right to destroy him. What's wrong with you people? You know what he was trying to say? He was trying to express his frustration because if we really understood who God was and we really understood who we were, you could never get mad at God. You can never get frustrated at God. You can never get angry at God or blame God for anything because if we all truly got what we deserve, we'd be in hell today. But because he is merciful, because he is a God of grace, he's a God of love, he has shown mercy and he saved us. What's wrong with you people? When I get 75, I'm going to say that. I can't yet, hey amen. I can't pull that one out yet. But isn't that the truth? Sometimes people ask me questions, I'm like, seriously? You know what we need to do? We need to remember. Because sometimes, I, I tell you what, some of y'all have been saved too long. Because them baby Christians, they ain't far from the pit. They can still see it. And they know where God brought them from. But some of us have been saved a long time. We forgot where we was. We ain't always been Sunday school children. Come on, y'all over here. Y'all quiet over there, but y'all ain't Sunday school children neither. We all have a past, amen? We all have stuff we don't want nobody to know about. We need to remember that. Listen, our past position, we were all lost. We were all in a bad way. We were all undone. We were all helpless and hopeless. Well, if we could just see, there's so many vivid images in the Old Testament that describe the New Testament believer. And, And Mephibosheth is such a prime example. He was crippled. He was an enemy to the king, enemy to the state. And he was in Lodibar. Lodibar means nothing. Nothing. No thing. Nothing. No joy. No, no future. But there was a king sitting on a throne. <laughs> when Mephibosheth wasn't thinking about the king, the king was thinking about Mephibosheth. And I ain't got time to tell you. Y'all go read the story. It's great. It's better than anything you watch on TV. Look at, look at the next one. And we got, I'm out of time. Out of time. Here's the thing. Listen, what do we need to remember? Our past position. But then, then write this down. Write this down. This is it, and we'll, we'll go home. Our present provision. Our present provision. What has God done for us? Two things. Write it down. Write it down. I'm out of time. Write it down. Two things. Deliverance. Deliverance. If you, you know, we're, we're talking about the children of Israel, so what did he do? He said, remember, I brought you out of Egypt. That's a great story to, to, that's a great story. The book of Exodus, go read it. He came into Egypt, brought all the plagues, brought all the plagues, overcame, overpowered all of the gods of Egypt and showed that he was the one true God. Are y'all with me? Say amen. Amen. Then brought them to the Red Sea, split the Red Sea, let the nation of Israel come across, brought the, the, the armies of Egypt, the Egyptian armies into the Red Sea and then killed all of them. How many of y'all know you're still a slave as long as who had you enslaved is following you? But if you're going to indeed be free, God's got to destroy what's been chasing you. Man, I want to preach that. That's good. He delivered them. And you know, when, when you were lost, the psalmist said it so well. I waited patiently on the Lord and he inclined unto me. And he heard my cry and he brought me up also out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay and he set my foot on a rock and established my goings, put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. He delivered us. He delivered us. But listen, this is the thing. This, this, I, 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 I got almost Pentecostal when I read this part right here because it, 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 it's good. It'll bless you, bless her. Watch this. Deuteronomy 6, 21. God delivered us out of Bondage out of Egypt, right? right. It says by grace, you're saved. But God, who is rich in mercy, for great, his great love, wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together. That means to make alive, quicken us together with Christ. By grace, you're saved. How many of y'all are glad God delivered you out of Egypt? Yeah. <coughs> delivered you out of bondage. But watch this not only deliverance, but a destination. Watch this right here Deuteronomy 6 21. Then thou shalt say unto thy son, we were Pharaoh's bondmen in Egypt, and the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand, and the Lord showed signs and wonders great and sore upon Egypt, upon Pharaoh, and upon all his household before our eyes, and, watch this now, and, watch this, are y'all paying attention? This is it, right here, we're closing, right here, this is the last verse, and he brought us, come on everybody, he brought us from thence that he might bring us, I have not just been brought out. He brought them out of Egypt and then brought them in to Canaan. To be continue next week. <laughs> I only got 19 seconds, people. I, I, God. Stand up. Stand up. Jalen, come on. If I get started on this, it will not stop. We're going we, Next week. Say it with me. He brought me, he brought me out. So he can bring me in. He brought me, he brought me, out, he brought me out. So he can bring me in. So bring me in. Now, now, understand Canaan is not heaven. Everybody talks about Canaan as a type of heaven. It's not a type of heaven. It's a type of the victorious Christian life. God didn't bring you out so you could still struggle. God didn't bring you out so you could flounder around in the wilderness. God brought you out for milk and honey. God brought you out for victory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We remember your goodness and your mercy. We remember your blessing.